the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. It is a delight to welcome back to the show Marlo Lewis, Senior Fellow at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Marlo, I owe you an apology. I screwed up the times. I apologize for that. But thank you so much for joining us. Oh, hey, Seth. No, no, there was no mix-up at all. It was uh, Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, yeah. It's my guilty conscience. That I, okay, good, good, good. Well, Marlo, I wanted to get you on because uh, since Friday, the news has been nonstop about climate alarmism led by uh, elementary and secondary school students, and some 16-year-olds were importing from evidently across the pond, or at least from other countries, um, and it seems like the hysteria has just been turned up to the highest of volumes. Tell us why we should be a little calmer than uh, Greta Thunberg thinks we should be. <laughs> well, yeah, it always seems like the the pot has been turned up to the highest boil until the next, you know, the next go-round. Yes. Uh, and because they've gotten onto this track where they're 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 their, their central talking point, it's worse than we thought. So that means that every week it has to be worse than they told us it was the previous week. Yes, because we're not um, right. And, well, it's just not that bad, folks. In fact, uh, if you look at the big picture, the world is in a, a long-term state of continuing improvement. I mean, what amazes me is how many kids have been indoctrinated, and how many adults have been, um, you know, misled into thinking that the world is coming to an end. I, I actually, I was at a party this weekend with some uh, people of my generation. I mean, we're all in our 50s and 60s and 70s, and I, I seriously heard adults saying, I don't know how children can get can, can get married today, or how uh-huh. how, par- how young parents can have children today, when, when the world is, I mean, there's no, the future is so bleak, and that's just so opposite to reality. Um, the world, ha- over the last 70 years, which is basically the modern period of, of global warming, it's, it, it, it's usually uh, measured from 1950, has seen dramatic, unprecedented improvements in every major indicator of human health and welfare. Okay, so let's take the most important one, which is life expectancy. Life expectancy since 1950 has based globally has basically increased almost by 50%. And that's just that's just astonishing. And then if you actually look at the number of people in the world today, some people think that this is actually a problem that we have over 7 billion people. But folks, we couldn't have 7 billion people unless our civilization 
was highly sustainable and capable of continually increasing the caloric content of food available to the average person if health care weren't continually in, in, increasing so that instead of having more and more sick people as they get older, we have people who are healthier into their old age. Um, if you look at something like malaria, which is, which is a climate-sensitive disease, in other words, mosquitoes do thrive uh, more in warmer climates. Sure. They, they have faster breeding cycles, and mosquitoes carry, some mosquitoes carry malaria. But the incidence of malaria since just, just uh, since the year 2000 has dropped dramatically, and deaths from malaria has dropped dramatically. And if you look at crop yields, of course, the agriculture is probably the most climate-sensitive of all industries. And yet, if you look over the last 50, 60 years, and if you look at, you know, just the last 20 years, the major food crops of the world, like corn, wheat, rice, soy, the yields per acre have, keep increasing all the time. Uh, the U.S. yields of, of corn are just uh, incredible. I mean, just since, um, let me see, I'm, I'm looking at here, just since 1980, which is, you know, still a pretty modern time for us, the U.S. corn yields, in other words, the, the number of bushels per acre has increased by 88%. This is nearly the exact opposite of what the Greta Thunbergs of the world are telling us. She's telling us that money and fairy tales of economic growth are the problem. As I've said in almost every issue uh, that we think of, if we wouldn't have child problems if we didn't have adult problems. Who are and why are the adults doing this to our children and giving them these nightmare scenarios that we are about to engage in a mass extinction. What kind of an adult tells a child that so that the child has to travel to the U.N. to explain to us that mass extinction is her future? What a sad and terrible thing to do. Marlo, are you with me in saying shame on the adults that feed this kind of tripe to children and give them these nightmares? Yes, and, you know, and they've been, they've been doing it for so long. Um, my organization just published a... Um, a book called, well, not a book, but it's a, it's a, it's a short report that consists almost entirely of, of newspaper clippings uh, that go back 50 years, and it's called Wrong Again, 50 Years of Failed Eco-Apocalypse. Oh, great. I'm pulling and, it up now. Let me yeah. tell the audience where to go. CEI.org. That's the competitive enterprise at CEI.org. If you go there, it's right there on the front. Go ahead, Marlo. Sorry right. to interrupt. Yeah. And so, so look, I mean... Government expands by 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 crises. Uh, crises are either whether they're real or genuine, uh, or excuse me, real or or, or imaginary. Uh, there's always some group of people in the political sector who want to exploit them, um, terrify people about them, and persuade people that their safety lies in the expansion of government. In, or in the government, or it could be in the government punishing their political adversaries. And so you see, for example, all the progressives in the Democratic Party want to use climate change as a rationale to literally bankrupt uh, the fossil fuel industry, as if government exists to bankrupt companies you don't like. Of course, you, you can't just say it's because you don't like them or because 
they're they're red they're they're located in red states you need some kind of pretext or rationale and so the the best rationale at all of all would be to say well the world's going to come to an end and it's because of them and so the government then gets into the business of persecution um, but in order to justify that the, the government has to frighten people and it frightens children and um, the environmental movement has been engaged in scaremongering for just decades, and uh, and the thing is that their policies are so costly, especially the ones that have to do with climate, that they are never really uh, implemented in an aggressive way because it just costs too darn much, and so they get more and more frustrated, and there and then then they need scapegoats they need someone to blame so ah, it must be the fossil fuel companies mm-hmm. that are the reason why we are not able to persuade the rest of america or the rest of the world that they need to do without fossil fuels because most people are at least sensible enough to realize well you know without energy nothing really works and this, these folks are responsible for about eighty percent of all the energy we have so just loading up costs on them to make them uneconomic doesn't sound very reasonable. But in any event, they'll say the reason why we're, we haven't won yet is because of some conspiracy by these terrible companies and by the politicians who've been bought off by them. And so you whip up hatred and fear of those who stand in the way of the government growing at the expense of the private sector and taking over more and more of our decisions uh, and and who basically want to run our lives uh, you know who want to who, who, who want to for example make certain types of speech opposing them uh, microaggressions that shouldn't be allowed on college campuses and it just goes on and on um, so I think it's it's a, uh, a this this movement has been 50 years in the making and especially since the late 1990s, uh, climate change has become really the central focus of this movement because it's it's obvious that you can use this as a pretext for for all social transform all agendas of coercive social transformation. You can say, well, climate is related to health, and therefore the only real solution right. to our health our our, our alleged health care crisis is to have government-run health care, but also have government restructure the economy so that we're not damaging the climate, because the climate has now become a factor pulling pulling down our health. And um, and so yeah, I remember uh, Cory Booker, Senator Booker, on one of those debates, uh, the, the one of the, the, the climate crisis town hall, mm-hmm. said that that climate change has to be the lens through which we do everything we do, which is mixing a metaphor. You know, you can't really do something through a lens. Right. Um, but and then he and he rattled off all the all the all the progressive uh, um, agendas like, um, you know, uh, uh, making criminal justice, racial equality. You bet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, all of that. So because really nothing is more uh, nothing touches more things and people. Than the environment, obviously, because by definition, the environment is what surrounds you. So, if you can argue that the the environment of the entire planet is going to hell in a bucket, um, and claim that that's what the science has said, there is virtually no, nothing that you can't um, claim 
is necessary to solve this problem, because the problem is now a total problem. It's an all-embracing problem in which, allegedly, the fate of humanity and the whole biosphere that sustains life on Earth is at stake. And and we now, according to people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, only have 11 years to fix this, to get, you know... Uh, after which it becomes irreversible and, and our species is pretty much doomed. Um, it, it means that you put the entire society, I mean, if, if they re- literally had their way, they would put the entire society on a war mobilization footing, which means, if you think back to World War II, it means sure. rationing yep. of essential commodities. It means price controls. I mean, there's, there's literally nothing that they couldn't claim that they need to do to us in order to do something for us. That's right. And uh, so I think that's, I think really the lust for power is really at the root of this. And it will harm all our lives. I mean, I remember it's, it's, it's kind of a take on the old line of William F. Buckley's when he was defining a liberal as someone who reaches into your shower to change the temperature. And a lot of people laughed. Here we are. Here we are. We're at that point. <laughs> Marlo Lewis, you are wonderful. I appreciate it so much. I want to um, instruct our audience again, if you want to visit his writings, if you want this new report, it's so easy and fun as I'm reading it. It's great reading. CEI.org, Competitive Enterprise Institute. Marlo Lewis, we're going to talk again soon. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Seth. And I, we, we appreciate you, too. God bless you, sir. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.